0: In this week's parsha, we have a posseh where Noach is being commanded tsoyar teva, to make a tzoyar for the table. What does this word tzoyar mean? Rashi explains it in two ways. Either it means a chaloy in a window or even tova, a precious stone that illuminated for them. So Rashi clearly is explaining the tzoyar with the meaning of light like the word tsoharayim, like the noon, like the afternoon, which means light. So Rashi is saying that Hashem is commanding Noyach to bring light into the Teva, either through a window or through a precious stone. The Rebbe asks, the word Soyar is in singular, in and yachid. The question then is, how can a single window or a single precious stone provide light for the whole Teva? a very, very big teva, 300 Amis long, 50 Amis wide, 30 Amis tall, how is one window or one stone going to be providing light for this whole teva? Especially as we know, the teva is divided into three different floors with many, many compartments for all the animals. How could there possibly be enough light from this one single window or stone? The Rebbe also asks that we know whenever Rashi brings two different pirushim, it must mean that there is a problem with each one of these pirushim which would be answered by the other pirush, which has its own difficulties, and that's why Rashi brings two pirushim, and that the first one will always be closer to Pshutei mikra, which is why Rashi brings it first. So we need to understand in our case, what is the difficulty with each one of these two pirushim, and why is the first one closer to Pshutei mikra? The Rebbe then asks, we know that whenever Rashi has a common problem with two pirushim, he will bring a third pirush to answer the question that we have with the first two Pirushim, even though this third Pirushim will have its own set of difficulties. So the question is, in our case, according to both Pirushim, we have the problem. How could have that one single window or stone brought enough light to the Teva? Why doesn't Rashi bring another interpretation? The one that's brought by the Chizkuni, who says that the word soyar is actually from the word Yitzhar, which means oil, Neuch was being commanded to bring oil into the Teva from which he will be able to light plenty of lamps, plenty of lights for the Teva. So then we don't have that question anymore, how would there be enough light for the whole Teva? Now this interpretation also has its own difficulties as mentioned, that first of all, the word Tzoyar to relate it to Yitzor is a little bit difficult, plus then why does it say the word Tase? Why does it say Tsoyar Tase Le Teva? But Rashi could have at least brought it as a third pirush. The Rebbe now turns to another part of the parsha After the Mabul, Hashem promises Noyach and says, Yoyim That from now on, there won't be any interruption anymore in the functioning of the sun, the moon, the stars, the planets, etc. And the constellations. As Rashi explains, that this teaches us that during the time of the Mabul, the, these mazolois, these constellations were not functional. They were shavsu, they rested. So the question then is if there was no light anyways during the time of the Mabul, what would be the point of the window? This is a question that the Mizrahi, one of the Mefarshim, on Rashi ask. So there are some Mefarshim that say that when it says loishimshu hamazolois, it does not mean that it wasn't light at all. Rather, it means that the regular cycles of the sun and the moon weren't functioning, but there was still light. But the Rebbe says that we know that Rashi writes his pirush in a way that even a five-year-old child should be able to understand. And when Rashi says, they weren't functioning, it sounds like they weren't functioning at all, that there was no light. So therefore the question again would be, what would be the point of the window? Now one possible answer could be that it's only during the 40 days of the actual rain When there was no light, but after that time, for the rest of the many months that Noyach was in the Teva, there was light. But the question would still remain, according to the pirush that says, that it means a window. So what was illuminating the Teva during the 40 days when the sun and the moon weren't shining? So to explain all of this, the Rebbe tells us, That we need to understand that when Hashem commands Noach to make the Teva, Hashem is only telling him the details that Noach would have not done on his own or thought of doing on his own. Hashem has to tell him to make it in specific dimensions and other different aspects of the Teva that Noach wouldn't have done on his own. Hashem doesn't command Noach, for example, to make a cover for the Teva, although later we see clearly that it says Noach removed the cover because it's obvious the Teva needed a cover, Noach made a cover. Hashem tells Noyach where to put the door. He never told him to make a door. It's obvious he needs to make a door. Hashem tells him where to put the door. So in other words, things that are necessary for the table clearly Hashem doesn't need to tell Noyach to make. According to the opinion that the zoihar was a precious stone, that would seem to then imply there was no window, but we clearly find later that Noyach sends the raven out of a window. So Noyach did not make a window. But according to the opinion that says it was a precious stone the saw when was Noah commanded to make the window. Again indicating to us that there are certain things Noah did not have to be commanded to make. They're obvious in the building of the Teva. It says the Rebbe similarly is true with light. Noyach did not have to be told to provide light for the Teva. It's clear that he has to provide light. How else is he going to be taking care of all the animals in all, their, in all of their compartments and so on and so forth. How else is he going to be surviving for the next year or so in the table without light. Of course he has to bring in light. Of course he's bringing in oil, candles, or whatever else is necessary. So what's Hashem telling him? Hashem clearly wants him to bring some additional form of light. And it's in this that Rashi has the two Pirushim what these two things are. Either it's a window that's going to add some extra light or a precious stone. So the Rebbe says these are Rashi's two Pirushim. And for each one of these, there will be a problem. That's why Rashi needs to have the other pirush. So number one, if we say that it is a window, the question will be, as I said before, how could you possibly bring enough light through one window? Now you could say that the window is not necessarily only for light, it's also for other uses. You know, as we said before, he sends the raven out the window and so on. But the truth of the matter is, that the Torah specifically uses the word tzoyar. Tzoyar does mean light. The Torah doesn't use the word chaloin, which seems to be that the purpose of this item, this tzoyar, is light. So the question will be how much light could be added through that one little window, or one big window even. And therefore... The Rebbe, has, the Rebbe says, Rashi had to bring another pirush, that soya could mean a precious stone. This precious stone, Noyach could actually be walking around the table with, wherever he needs light. He's using it like a flashlight, he's using it like something that brings light to wherever he goes. Now, of course, this pirush is also not going to be so simple. First of all, we have the problem, the, what does it mean, soya ta sell a, table, a window you make. The precious stone, he's not exactly making and also, why would the Abish to tell him to do something un- so unusual, it's not so common to have the stone that's producing all of this light and so on. And therefore, since this pirush doesn't flow so well in the simple words of the Pasek, Rashi has this only as the second pirush, not as the first pirush. An additional point, that Dereb actually says, an interesting idea of why it is that this is only the second pirush, is because as said before, Neuch would only have to be commanded to do things that he wouldn't have thought on his own. So to tell him that he has to bring in some sort of light would be obvious. So there's no need to tell him to bring in light, and that may be the precious stone. So there would seemingly be no need for Hashem to tell him to do that. Whereas if we would say that he's, what he's bring, he has to make is a window, as said before, if there's not going to be any light coming in from the outside, at least for the first 40 days, so then we could say that Noach would have not thought of making actually a window. Who needs a window if there's not going to be light anyways? So Hashem has to tell him to make a window. So again, that's why, another reason why we could say that the first pirush of Rashi is closer to Peshut Mikra because this is the reason why Hashem would have to tell him to make it as opposed to the second pirush where Hashem wouldn't have to tell him to find a way of bringing in light. The Rebbe then turns to the Chassidus and to the Hayra of this Rashi. And the Rebbe says the following, The difference between the two pirushim, a window and a precious stone, is that a window is providing light that's coming in from the outside? You're allowing the light to come in. The precious stone is providing its own light. It says the Hashem. We are commanded, we are told, that we need to bring in Hashem's godly light into this world. We have a world of nature, a world where there seems to be that godliness is not shining in a revealed way, in an open way. And it's our job to remove this concealment, to make a window to allow Hashem's light to shine in, to see that nature itself is not chas v'sholoim, really a concealment, but we're allowing Hashem's light to shine through it, to recognize that it's really all coming from Hashem that's higher than nature. Says the Rebbe, that's only step number one. We only allowed Hashem's light to be shining into the nature and coming from outside of nature, so to speak. But then the Rebbe says there's a higher level, that's the v'yeshoim. The next level up is to reveal within the nature itself How the nature itself is actually also a part of what Hashem makes, is also part of Hashem's greatness and Hashem's powers to recognize that the nature itself is a source of light. Like the stone itself is not only allowing other light to come inside, but becoming a source of light itself.